Welcome to the Talking Villanova Basketball Podcast presented by Hartford Funds. In each episode, two-time NCAA champion coach Jay Wright chats with figures from across the spectrum of the Nova Nation and beyond. Current players, prominent alums, and national basketball figures are all part of the mix as we honor the 100-plus year history of one of America's most storied college basketball programs. The Talking Villanova Basketball Show, hosted by Jay Wright, originated in 2001. The program, now in its 20th season, shifted from terrestrial radio to the world of podcasts in 2019. This is a production of Villanova Sports Properties in conjunction with Villanova Athletics. Hartford Funds is in its third season as the presenting sponsor of the Talking Villanova Basketball Podcast. We invite you to settle in and enjoy as Coach Wright takes us into today's conversation. Welcome inside. It's Talking Villanova Basketball presented by Hartford Funds. As we get set for a conversation one of the, with one of the current Wildcats, and uh, Coach, I will turn it over to you for uh, the introduction. Yeah, Mikey, thank you. We get to talk to uh, one of our favorites and one of our leaders and one of the most uh, lovable guys on campus, Demir Cosby Roundtree. How are you, buddy? How you doing, Coach? You look good, too, man. Shades, <laughs> beard, cleaned up. You look really good, man. Life good? Yeah, you know, uh, just trying to be locked in on school right now. Yeah, we need to tell everybody. Some of our fans probably are, are thinking, you know, they, they don't get to see you, and, and, and I know they know you're injured, but uh, explain to everybody what, what we're doing um, in terms of your, your career and, and, and your status right now. Explain to all our Villanova fans wh- where you are and what you're doing. Um, so basically, um, over Christmas break, you know, right after Christmas, uh, right after our game against Marquette, um, we came home and I had a, uh, my surgery scheduled for the 28th. Um, so what basically was I went home, got the surgery done, um, and stayed home for a while just to recover, make sure I was, you know, being taken care of, you know, by my mom and everything, um, just to make sure that before I came back to campus, before we started our second semester, that I was perfectly fine and able to be attending classes and and be able and then once I started to do therapy that I'd be fine and ready to go um but what happened was that you know I just kind of thought about it as as before I came back that you know the guys are going to be locked in on practicing and by the time I came back everybody we would have been moving around and playing games and traveling so much that me doing therapy would have been um you know, it would have been halted a lot due to our traveling and everything. So I thought it would be it would be best that, you know, that I kind of stayed out of our team's bubble and still did therapy and um, just try to get as healthy as possible. So that from when I do, so I can have a better idea of um, me being able to play again. Yeah, well, well put. And, and I think it's important for everybody to know, you know, you, you I mean, it's, this has been difficult for everybody this pandemic trying to practice and keep the team together. But for someone like yourself, who's dealing with an injury and surgery and still being, you know, you, you've been in the bubble the whole time and then uh, having to get rehab, uh, the rehab process is what's most important for, for you and, you know, and our team, if you're, if you're going to be able to get back to 
to play. So we had to make decisions on making sure you, may, you, you get rehab and, and you get that done every day. Um, and, and, and I'm glad you're doing a great job of it. How, how's the rehab going? It's going, uh, it's going well right now. You know, me, um, I'm working with the NovaCare, uh, some NovaCare people um, with Roxanne and Carolyn, and, um, and they're helping me a lot. You know, I'm working with them every day, doing blood flow restriction training and really working my, um, my left leg out a lot. So I can feel myself getting stronger every day. So it's, it's a good process. Good. And you know, I know all our, our, our Villanova Wildcat fans, you know, want to, know that you know that there's going to be a possibility i mean this this could be your 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 last year we could get one more year depending on you know how you come out of this how you come out of this rehab right yeah that definitely it's something that uh you know we talked about it a couple of times you know the um the possibility of this could be my last time playing so you know i'm just you know keeping leaving everything up to god you know and just talking to him and just hoping that you know, the work I'm putting in, I can come back and play. And, and I think your situation is one that a lot of fans might not know about that, you know, a lot of guys, you know, have have great plans and a great potential as players, but, you know, injuries prevent them from reaching those dreams. But the whole time you're, you're working on your basketball game, you're also working academically and you've done a great job and you're on time to graduate at the end of this year, correct? Yes, uh, I plan on graduating with a um, degree in liberal arts with minors in education and counseling. So uh, it has been a journey, both basketball-wise and academically. And you've done a great job academically, and this is what you know every player has to realize. It's you know, someday basketball ends and. And you better be educated and have a plan, you know, going forward. Um, and 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 for you, um, what, what do you think about after basketball? What would you want to do with your degree? Um, so I would want to come back and get my master's in um, in both education and counseling. And um, you know, something that I want to do, I want to do something uh, more in the lines of counseling, but like have kind of um, having my own practice where I can like help mentor younger kids um, specifically in inner cities and um, just kind of being able to share my story being from a single parent household um, in the inner city of Philadelphia and kind of getting out not just through basketball but with my educational skills as well you know just kind of being able to mentor them and then letting them know there is more than one way than, um, than getting out of a bad situation you know, so that's kind of like what I wanted to do and just kind of help and guide kids through that way, through like kind of through storytelling. That's awesome. What would you say, you know, you, you grew up in tough section of Southwest Philadelphia, and I'm sure you saw a lot of different guys that you played ball with and came out of your neighborhood, maybe not have as a successful path as you. What, what did your, your mom do that was so different that that made you so focused on academics and and um and being such a you know a high character guy um, um you, know, you know that made that made it out of there and has so many opportunities in front of you i would think uh so one thing i'll say is my mom kept me humble from a very young age um and i mean kept, kept me humble in being like as 
as a person and as like a basketball player, she always um, emphasized humility. Um, so like my mom did it in a very, in very unique ways. Like um, from when I was younger, she would always like crack jokes on me. Um, I wouldn't say it was like almost bullying, but like we were always playing around joking and, and um, that taught me like, you know, always, like to have thicker skin and growing up. Um, because she said like, if you can take it from us at home, like when you get out in the real world, when they're throwing anything at you and not trying to hurt you, like you can um, always move forward without thinking about it. Um, and then with school and basketball and everything, uh, my mom never <laughs> thought of me as a basketball player, like until high school, really. My mom, um, you know, she wanted me to be a lawyer. So like uh, she said, when I first wanted to play basketball, she told me like, you can't play unless you're on the debate team and doing something outside of basketball. She never like uh, let me be one dimensional. So I think that like, you know, that was something that my mom always like instilled in me that um, they always like carried over until they carry over to me to, uh, today, you know, like um, she never like lets me think that I can be just one thing in life. She always tells me I could be whatever I set my mind to. So I think that's kind of something. She's she's an amazing lady, and we got to throw a shout out to Aisha. Um, and and you know you're in your senior year, and you know maybe maybe hopefully we get you for one year, one more year. We'll, we'll miss you, but you know on our parent zooms and all of our recruiting parties, we're we're gonna miss we're gonna miss your mom the most, man. Yeah, she's she's loved by all the parents. Yeah, <laughs> she's. I think it's because she's just so. Uh, She's herself, you know, she knows she herself. She doesn't, she doesn't pull any punches. She doesn't hold back from anybody. So I think it's just like people just feel that it's just drawn into it, drawn to it. You're exactly right. There's a great authenticity about uh, your mom and, and uh, every, everyone loves Aisha, everyone in the program. <laughs> I, I wish you could be on a parent's Zoom sometimes, man. They are, she, she, makes them, she makes them entertaining. I'll tell you that. And we all look forward to it. We do. No, I got. I can't say I want to be there. I, I, <laughs> well, let's let's look back at some of your other early years, especially your high school career at Newman Gretti, which was an amazing career. Um, how many championships did you win at Newman Gretti? Um, so I won one Catholic League championship, but I won four straight state championships. Wow, that's incredible. And in our program, this is a big deal. But did you win the Catholic League championship your junior year? No, no, no. I only won. I won that my freshman year. I was on the team with uh, Jaquan Newton, Troy Harper, um, Jamal Custis, Antonio oh, yeah. 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 And then who beat you your sophomore junior year? I don't. Sophomore and junior year, we lost to Roman twice. And then my senior year, I lost to Colin. I was going to get to that one. <laughs> the, the Colin Gillespie against Demir Cosby Roundtree championship game at the Palestra. We, I think we were in the Big East tournament. We didn't get to see it, but I hear about it between you two all the time. Uh, <laughs> he'll never let it live down. Like, you know, I think uh, I got the total win record across the high school career. I got it. So I like that. Not a boy. And four state championships, man. <laughs> what would you – what would you say you took mostly from, from Newman Garetti and what, what did you learn at Newman Garetti? Um, well, I think the, well, the one thing about basketball that I took from Newman was 
I actually learned how to play basketball. Like, um, I think it's like interesting because I didn't play, I never played basketball until like I was at New Migoretti. Like that was like my first, like first time like really competing and playing basketball. So just, I soaked up a lot of information, just always um, looking and learning from everybody. I think that's something that, um, that New Migoretti taught me a lot was just to be open to everything that's coming in your, in your direction. Um, and then off the court, uh, the family dynamic from New Migoretti um, was something that really impacted me a lot. Like a once, like once um, you were at New Migoretti and you went through it and you played through it, that everybody kind of um, always come back. There's always like a family, a big family atmosphere. That's what I think translated a lot from here to from there to here was that um, you know it was always it was always a big family thing with Newman, and that um, something that I really enjoyed. That's awesome. Yeah, you, you guys do have a good um, good family relationship there. And it's funny, you came so you came here with Coach Aragale, your head coach from New McGrady's daughter. Yeah. Right? And you guys are in the same class, correct? Yeah, Alex. I mean, Alex. And, um, and then the, the point guard that was with you at New McGrady uh, is, is Quade at, he's at Washington now, right? Yeah, he transferred from Kentucky to Washington. So do you guys stay in touch? Uh, yeah, we talk every once in a while. Um, sometimes we'll call each other, uh, but it's like a lot through social media and stuff like that. I kind of always, um, you know, like he checked in on me when he found out that I had gotten the surgery and everything and that I wasn't. Um, and when he realized that I wasn't playing a lot, I wasn't playing this year, he kind of like reached out to me. Um, and then um, I, and over the summer, like I saw him a lot over this summer, especially when we were playing up uh, – competitive edge and everything. So I kind of talked to him a lot then. Good, man. And then how about you and Colin Gillespie? How did your relationship go back before Villanova? Uh, that's actually like, it's actually like weird. Cause like, uh, I kind of tell this story all the time. Like me and Colin, like we always like, played against each other. Um, so we followed each other on Instagram and Twitter and stuff like that. And um, Snapchat. And then like one day, like randomly, um, I want to say it was like our junior our junior summer, like it was after I had committed already. And um, I don't know if I can say this, but uh, we were talking and he was like, hey, give me a, like just playing. He's like, hey, give me a scholarship to Villanova. I'm like, you know what, I got you, <laughs> don't worry about it. And then um, one time my old assistant coach Ash hit me up, uh, like, hey, you know, we don't got a, a point guard in your class. Like, is there anybody that you would recommend like us reaching out to and talking to? And um, I, first person that came to my mind, I was like, Colin, like Colin Gillespie, like if you could talk to him, he's the tough guard. Uh, we play against him, so I, you're going to see him. Like I think he's like he's super good. And then from then, like Colin, like blew up, had the crazy senior year, and it was like, like I was like, yo, this is this is crazy. Like, and then he started getting uh, scholarships from everywhere, and you guys offered him. I was like, I was like, as soon as he got the offer, I was like, yo, you better commit here. <laughs> I remember that. I remember. Uh, I, I think Ash. Ashley Howard, who's now the coach at LaSalle, was our assistant. And he, I remember him saying to me, um, I asked Dada who was the best guard he played against. And he said, Colin Gillespie. And that carried weight with us. Um, and I remember I went to watch him play the first time against you. Yeah. Uh, up at Archbishop Ryan High School because their gym, a wall in their gym had fall, fallen down at Archbishop Wood. And a great atmosphere, great game. Um, and, and, and you two have been connected since. You two have been a great pair together, great leaders together. Um, you know, he's taken over um, 
attitude on three now that you're not here, Doc. We need yeah. to miss you for that, man. Yeah, and I see that he kind of like talks in the middle of the huddle before the games too. Yeah, it's, I miss I miss being out there. I miss being around everybody. So yeah, we 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 miss you too. But this in case, just in case this is your senior year, we we want to honor you on on senior night here, and and we'll uh, you know a weird virtual senior senior day performance here. Um, we'll, we'll take a break with Mike, and then we'll come back and we'll um, we'll talk about your career. Uh, at, at Villanova and, and uh, some, some basketball lessons and life lessons learned. Right. You're listening to the Talking Villanova Basketball Podcast presented by Hartford Funds. Back after this. When Mother Nature strikes, count on your certaintyed roof to perform. That's the commitment we've made to homeowners for more than 100 years. For roofing you can rely on, look no further than certainteed. To find a certainteed credentialed contractor near you, visit CertainTeed.com. This is a shout-out to the professional tailgaters, game-day grillers, and potluck pros. Whether you bake it, smoke it, stack it, or melt it, there's nothing more important about how you cook up your team spirit while serving it with an ice-cold Coca-Cola, Coke Zero Sugar, or Coke Life. We may not all agree on the best game-day foods, but when you serve your meals with a Coke you know you've got yourself a winner. Coca-Cola. Taste the feeling. ExxonMobil and Dunmanning, proud sponsors of Villanova Wildcat Athletics. This podcast is brought to you by Hartford Funds, a leading asset manager based in Wayne, Pennsylvania. While other investment management companies measure performance against the S&P 500, Hartford Funds has a different measure of success, investor satisfaction. Hartford Funds, our benchmark is the investor. J.J. White Incorporated is the single-source, multi-trade contractor for your next construction project. Since 1920, J.J. White Incorporated has been constructing with knowledge and providing service with integrity and safety. Visit J.J. White online at jjwhiteinc.com. We are back on Talking Villanova Basketball, presented by Hartford Funds, the podcast and we resume our conversation with Damir Cosby-Roundry. And Coach, I'll kick it back over to you. Thank you, Michael. It's, it's, it's fun talking with Da because we're actually separated right now because we're, we're in a bubble and, and he's not. So it, it's, uh, it's cool to do this. Da, let's, let's go back over your college career, which has been pretty amazing. I mean, you, you come in as a freshman and you contribute in a, in a, in a significant way as a freshman on a national championship game team, did you did you think coming out of high school that you first year of college you'd be playing on a national championship team? Not at all. Like I, it was so like surreal just being in that just being on that team. Like uh, I didn't even like really notice it until like we were at the Final Four and everything was going on. Like I kind of was just going with the flow. Like. Uh, I was playing uh, – the guy I was on the road with a lot, e, uh, Eric Pascal, uh, he just kind of told me, like, listen, just go out there, play as hard as you can for how long you're out there, and then do, what you, like, do that. Make sure you pay attention to the scout, and then we'll take care of the rest. After that, I was like, sure, like, go ahead. I was just having fun. So it was just <laughs> – <laughs> I was just was, – was Eric, Eric Pascal your roommate on the road? Yeah, I was with him on the road. That's good. How about that, man? That's a great mentor, right? Yeah. You've done the same. Who, who did you have this year? Who, before you were injured, who was your road roommate? 
Uh, I was with Kevin Voigt on the road. Ah, yeah, you guys, that's another good young guy. In, in your um, freshman year on, on that team, was, was Eric the guy that was the, the mentor for you, or was there anybody else? Um, so the guys that I kind of were around the most of the other guys, it was um, Eric, Mikel, and uh, Phil. I was kind of around those three the most. Um, I would say definitely it was Mikel. I felt like more from um, Mikel and E most. Like it's, I think like, especially my first two years, um, I was definitely talking to Eric a lot, even Omari. Like I was, um, I talked to Omari a lot too my freshman year um, when it came to anything basketball. That's good, man. That's some, that's some good, good mentors and, and you've done a, a great job since who, who of the, the young guys now on this team, you, the, you feel like you've had, you've had to mentor. Um, so I feel you like paid it back to the guys that I kind of, uh, I think that I influenced the most, um, would probably be Eric. I talked to Eric Dixon a lot. Uh, Brian, I talked to Brian, um, Caleb and Slate. I feel like those are the guys that I kind of, uh, I talk to the most, especially like during the game. I like kind of like during the games and like after the games. Those are the guys I kind of like reached out to and pulled the side the most as much as I've been here since I've been here. Good, they're they're good guys, and I know they can appreciate and and benefit from from your wisdom. What what are your memories playing wise from from that freshman year, a two thousand eighteen season? So I remember the you. First, my, one of my favorite memories is probably the first time I've, I've ever taken a charge in my life. <laughs> <laughs> the first time I've ever taken a charge, it was against um, Marquette at home. I had, I, I remember that game the most because uh, I had 10 points in the first half. Um, I had like, it was all like lobs and passes from uh, Jalen and Phil. Um, <laughs> but I remember it was the, End of the, it was in the second half. Uh, I think Eli Kane drove baseline and like took a charge, but it wasn't like it was like a, I took a charge, and I got <laughs> Mikel was like so excited that I took the charge that he kind of like pushed me and I almost fell over running out <laughs> running out of the game and stuff. So it was like that was probably one of my favorite moments of my freshman year. <laughs> That's amazing. That's uh, you know it's it's funny your memory my memory and I'm glad that's your memory. I might even share that with the team today. Um, but I remember the Texas, I, the Texas Tech game in the final eight. They were they were a bit, such a big team, and we, we we didn't we play really big in that game with like you and Omari, you Omari, E, Mikhail. Didn't we have a lineup like that in that game? Yeah, I remember. Um, I remember because we couldn't we couldn't score a lot in that game. It was like struggling right. for. And um, that game, I remember I came in, I think I had like seven boards in the first half. Or something. Yeah. I think I had like a, I think like that was the game. Like I was kind of so excited, like being in there that I kind of like kept, I remember I was screaming the entire game. Um, <laughs> trying to like give like the energy to everybody. But I know, I remember that game too. Um, I, I just remember thinking, you know, for a freshman to be able to come and have an impact on a final eight game like that, you were outstanding. And, and we, we played so big that game. We, we had the guards on the bench. I, I think – I really think, and I should go back since we had a lineup of, of um, Dante, Mikhail, 
Eric, you, and Omari were huge because we felt like we couldn't, we just couldn't stop them. And, and they were, they were so big and they attacked the rim so much. And, and, and we just had to keep big bodies in there. You did a great job man. sent us to the final four. I, that's, that's my memory of your freshman year. What about yours for uh, final four memories and, and, and national championship memories as, as a young freshman? Um, so my final four, uh, I didn't have like the best of a final four memory. Um, I think, I think like just kind of like after the game, I think like after the championship game that I was like the most, I was really excited. Like I was like, uh, like I was running around the court, like jumping on people. I think Omari like caught me when I jumped on him. Um, and like, I was like super excited. I think like the funniest thing to me though was like watching the, or the, like the best part for me is like watching the um, One Shining Moment video. Um, and then like, to me, I used to make fun of, I still make fun of E for it to this day. Like he was like bawling, crying after the game. But so, <laughs> yeah, I caught him like crying in the video, like I just couldn't help but like laughing. At <laughs> that was like the, um, yeah, like the final four, like it was just, it was just like such a, it was just surreal. Like I couldn't even, like I was like in it, but I like couldn't really believe it. I know the same feeling. I, 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 uh, I still feel that way myself when people ask about it. I kind of feel like I don't even know. I don't, it's hard to even believe I was even there, you know, and, and, um, and, you know, you move on with life. It's still a big part of you, but as you move on, you just kind of feel like, I don't know, was I, was I really there? Yeah. My, my next great memory of you is when we were down in, uh, we were down in, in Disney World your, your sophomore year and we played in that Avocare Invitational Tournament. You were unbelievable. That probably the only time your legs were healthy. And I remember thinking, oh my God, this guy's going to be incredible. You were so bouncy and long. And um, who, who, did, who did we play? Mississippi? Um, I remember we played, it was Canisius. Um, Play three, yep, Kenesha. Florida State in the final. It was Florida State and Oklahoma State. Right, Oklahoma State, Florida State, you're right. Um, and, and Florida State was really good. You were killing them, killing them. Every offensive rebound, finishing. Um, and you got the MVP, right? Yeah, yeah, I did. That's cool. What were your memories of that tournament? Uh, kind of like, I think I, it, it was like um, – I can't I just remember like having fun with like all the guys, you know, like, uh, cause I was on, I think like I, I was in the room with Eric at that point. So I kind of like, well, I was like always around Eric and Phil and stuff. So I kind of just remember just going out there, just trying to make sure I do whatever I can to win, the, like to make sure the games play in our favor, like doing whatever I can, to, uh, just playing hard just for them. Like, uh, I remember one play, I think you showed it in film, uh, where we, I think Phil, or it was either Phil or Colin were like reading. And like, I came from across the lane, they got the steal, like kicked it out. And we like ran down and um, I don't think we like, we scored, but like somebody got an offensive rebound and kicked it out again and got fouled. Like, I think that was like one of the, like one of the things I remember um, about that tournament. Like for me, it was more like, just like how we came together. We had JoJo and JQ and like, yeah. We just came out there and just played for each other and tried to do whatever we could to make sure we stayed strong throughout that tournament. And was it when we returned, when we returned from there, 
Is that when you started to get have the problem with your, um, with your I think, uh, shins? I think like it was, I guess when like I started to notice the trend, I guess when like it started to like uh, really affect me going into like the big five games and stuff like that. Um, like I think I, it started to like, well, I kind of like felt it like towards the end of that tournament. Like I Did kinda, you really? Yeah, like towards the end of that tournament, I kind of noticed it. Um, you know, I, I think I started like getting ice and stuff like after the games. Like after the uh, Oklahoma State game, I kind of like started to notice it. But then from then, it, from then on, it kind of like started to get progressively worse. And then, and then um, we we finished that year. That was the Phil. That was Phil and Eric senior year, right? Yep. And we finished. We finished that year pretty strong. Another another Big East championship. What are your memories of um, playing in Madison Square Garden? That's like that is actually like my. Um, like favorite place to play just I love like the the uh stage like feeling um and then like we it was always like good we always play like, good tough games in there um so I like enjoy playing in MSG a lot um I do have like <laughs> I do remember like getting yelled at a lot in MSG <laughs> <laughs> um I think even like that I'm thinking about like the senior year for Phil and uh, Eric in that game where um we're playing against Seton Hall, and like I took a stupid shot. Like I got the rebound. Oh yeah, offensive rebound. And I put it back up when I shouldn't have. I should have kicked it out. Oh, I remember getting like killed. I remember like Phil <laughs> almost wanting to kill me for that. Like, it, <laughs> it was uh, like Eric. Would, Eric is usually like cool and calm in those situations. Like he usually doesn't like flip out. But Phil, like Phil, was ready to like kill me. Like, I remember that. <laughs> It was uh, it was one of my. It wasn't my highest moment. I'll say. <laughs> <laughs> You're beautiful, man. I now I now remember that there's there's a there's a, uh, and then I think that at the other end, didn't you give up an M one? Then you smack the guy on an M one when we were trying to go no foul. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> there's a famous Mike Nardi moment on the bench after that foul. So, <laughs> kill yeah, but you did a lot before that, man. With rebounds, offense rebounds, and. And defensively, um, it, it, what do you, what do you feel like you learn basketball wise, like at Villanova, that you can take into into your your future life as a, as a you know as a basketball player and and, and as you get into counseling? Um, I think that the most important thing is attitude. You know, I think that's something that um, coming in that that I like really started to embody was. Um, always being able to check your attitude and having the good attitude no matter what you're doing, despite whether it's something that you want to do or something, you know, that you have to do. Um, I think that like being like understanding that your attitude can change the entire scope of everything that um, coming in with the right attitude and always um, being ready to get on and get on with the next play um, or the next thing in life. Is there something that, uh, was very important for me to learn being here that not to be not to dwell on it too much, but always learn from your mistakes and even your your successes is always to be able to learn from something. Well said, Di. Couldn't end it up any better. And you you've always been known within our program as one of the great attitude guys, great leaders, and um, continued success. Congratulations on your career. Get those those shins healthy and just keep doing what you do academically and finish up strong buddy yes sir coach great job doc
We'll return in a moment with Geico Inside the Wildcats back after this. Are you looking for something imprinted or embroidered? If so, let Campus Clothes help you get the look. Whether your team is in the corporate office or on the athletic field, Campus Clothes can supply your team with all its needs. Visit us on the web at campusclothes.com or give us a call at 215-357-0892. You may not play well, but you will always look good. If you think your debit card can't help you with your financial game, you're probably not using the red key. Introducing EasyUp by KeyBank, the tool that helps you reduce debt by setting $1 aside from your checking account every time you use your debit card. Automatically racking up savings and paying down debt with EasyUp. It's how you make financial progress. KeyBank is member FDIC and the exclusive retail bank of Villanova Athletics. NovaCare, the exclusive provider of physical therapy to Villanova. The Wildcats choose NovaCare. So can you. It's time now for Geico Inside the Wildcats. Geico, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. And Coach, we've talked about Philly toughness and just what is the absence of Damir Dadach meant to, to your team this year as, as you've gone through this year and particularly this last stretch when he hasn't physically been around? You know, we, we miss him. Uh, you know, we, we, we were hoping to use him this year as, as depth up front and, you know, enabling um, uh, Jeremiah and, and Jermaine to, to move, you know, down to the perim to perimeter spots, use Dada's size. And, and of course his leadership, you know, he's, he's a, he's a loved figure on this team and, and he's a great leader and he's got a lot of experience. He's played in a lot of big time games. You know, as we talked, he played in national championship games, played in final eights, big East championship games. So uh, we, we really miss his experience. And now as you go through this period here, um, what are the things just getting them healthy? I guess that's the next step, right? Yeah, it, it's, a, it's, it's really sad, you know, as, as we talked, you know, I, I kind of think of the highlight physically for him was in the Avocare tournament when he got MVP, he was just healthy and bouncy and energetic and fast and quick. And then, you know, as he talks about um, after that, he started getting, you know, the pain back in his shins. He actually had that surgery after his senior year in high school, before he came to Villanova. So, um, you know, and ever since that midway through his sophomore year, he's always played through it. He's had other surgeries. And, and really, last year, his junior year, he, he played injured the entire year, you know, and, and really gutted it out. Um, and they told him it was fine, but just as long as he could play through the pain, but it was painful. So um, we're, this is a final surgery. You know, if, if he can – come back from this, I think he'd have a chance to play again, but there's a chance he might not be able to. Dada mentioned one of the people he's mentored this year is Eric Dixon. And I know you're excited about Eric's long-term future, but just tell us a little bit about Eric's progress this year. We are excited about Eric. He's got great potential. And um, he's, you know, we're trying to speed up that process because we redshirted him for a reason. You know, he just physically had to get in better shape and, and mentally had to get a, a, an idea of, a work ethic and really now he's like a, a normal freshman, you know, and, and, he, and he's doing a good job, but we're, we're trying to, we're trying to speed him up, you know, and, and, and games when you play with a lot of quickness, 
um, you know, it, it's, it's tough for him, but get him the ball down in the low post and he, he can do damage. And, and we, we have great confidence in him there. So I think he's going to be a really good player. We, we, we like to speed it up his progress as much as possible this year. This has been Geico inside the Wildcats. Geico, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. And coach, that brings us to the end of a, of a fun conversation with uh, Damir Cosby Roundtree. Uh, we appreciate Damir being with us and uh, it's been a great show. It is good to hear uh, Dada and his unique perspective. Thanks, Mike. That'll do it for this edition of Talking Villanova Basketball presented by Hartford Funds. We look forward to talking with you next time. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. Just a reminder, you can follow Coach Wright on Twitter at VUCoachJWright. You can also follow Villanova Basketball at NovaMBB on Twitter and Instagram. We'll have alerts posted on those accounts whenever a new podcast is available for download or you can subscribe to the podcast via iTunes, Spotify, and Podbean. And for more great content, check out the web home of the Wildcats, Villanova.com. For our producer, Matt Fraschilla, this is Mike Sheridan saying thanks again for stopping by. We look forward to having you join us again next time for the Talking Villanova Basketball podcast presented by Hartford Funds.